to the Runner X Podcast, where we talk about all things running. As many runners know, it's 90% mental. So join Coach Valerie and Coach Caroline as we go through the mental side of running. Welcome back to the Runner X Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Caroline, and I'm here with Coach Valerie. And Coach, I'll be honest, I'm really bad about keeping track of things like what's happening in the track, you know, world conference or what's happening out there um, in our endurance racers. But you were talking recently, and I did see a little bit about this, that a recently a female has beat the 100-mile record for all, for both men and women. Is that correct? And she ran well, I- two back-to-back. Get, give me some know. info I, on I that. Don't, I don't know if. Yeah, yes, yeah, she did. She did. Yeah, she won Western. Courtney Dahlwalter is her name. She won the Western States 100, and she does have the course record. And then she, three weeks later, uh, won the Hard Rock 100. So yeah, she wow. is a free, she's a phenom. <laughs> so she did two races, two hundred mile races, three weeks apart. Right. How did she do that? So, well, what's neat with her, by by the way, is she does not post her training on Strava. She's one of the very few runners that does not share that kind of information. However, I've been keeping up with all of her interviews. And what was great, well, it's not great. Well, one of the things is when she ran the, the race she just finished winning, she actually had to drop out of that race a couple of years ago, the last time she ran it, or I don't know exactly when, but she had a DNF in that race. So her goal was to come back and run it. And I just always want to remind people that these elite athletes, they make it look so easy and it's not easy for them. And she had to drop out before. So she had a big pressure on herself to come back, not even just win it. She just wanted to finish, you know, (laughs) because like every other runner that's, you know, in your mind. And she said, So when she ran the uh, Western States, the first race that she ended up winning, she was really, when she was interviewed, she said she was able to stay focused in the moment and she had had a hip injury before. So she said, she knows now more than ever that you've got to, she said, I focus on every step. You know, I make sure that I'm really paying attention to running and she's a troubleshooter because when you run a hundred miles, it's basically all troubleshooting. So it's like, I don't want to have to troubleshoot pain. I'm already dealing with elements, you know, of rocks and terrain and heat and, you know, pure night and all of these things that happen in these hundred milers. Right. So, but she's always got a smile on her face and she really looks like she's just having so much fun. So one of the things that was neat is I found um, right in that article that when she finished Western States, so there she'd been focused they were like, well, what are you going to do for the next three weeks? And this is kind of what we wanted to say. She's like, as little as possible. (laughs) Right. That's crazy. Like, so, I mean, she she said, I didn't go run another 20 miles every day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what she said was, and this was, and again, she's a very real person in her interview. She said, and then you can find these interviews that are on, I, I got them off. I run far. So they're, they're, they're free and open to the public. She said, um, for the three weeks in between the first week, she did almost nothing. She's like, I just ate and did a lot of recovery. And then the second week they started to strategize for the race. And she says she did some light running. She wasn't worried about mileage or distance, just making sure to remind her legs what was to come. And when she ran the race, 
So she didn't spend the time trying to build up her mileage. She didn't spend the time saying, I've got to get back out and do hill repeats. She said, I really respected the recovery. So my body would be ready to perform again. And that's, that's what I want for all of our runners to also listen to. We were so into, if I miss a run, I'm not going to be fit. If I didn't get all these miles, you know, and she talks about it as well, that she and several other female and male runners uh, talk about this a lot. Camille Haran is one of them that they're not out there running for hours and hours and hours, even though they run hundred mile runs, their preparation is way more consistent mileage because they're still getting over hundred miles a week. They just might run twice in one day with hours in between, or they'll do like a two hour run. And it's just important for everyone to understand that, that at the elite level, they understand that recovery is so important. And I just want to say she did come back and win that second race three weeks later. And this was from her directly. She said, from the beginning, from the whole race, it just felt I was tired. She's like, I was still tired and it was hard. And she said, I was like, where are my legs? Where are my arms? (laughs) (laughs) Where are my lungs? Because she said, wow, my body was still feeling that other run. And she said, and then I had to say to myself, well, why would I focus on that? She said, so I had to say to myself, okay, so you're tired. Let's just focus on what do we do? And she, that's the best part, by the way, of being efficient in your running is she focused on what she needed to do, which was simply stay still, keep moving your feet, which we say pulling. You know, I know what she's thinking is keep moving your feet. And she said, and then of course, I'm, I'm, great, I'm grateful because I was running in a beautiful spot. So I looked around and enjoyed, you know, there was wildflowers and things like that. But I think our main thing is when we see people like this and we realize like we're trying to run, I mean, nowhere near her level, but a lot of our runners, they try to run kind of that same training, right? Yeah. Yeah. And we, we keep saying you got to rest, you know, it's your body will perform for you. If you give it some extra, you know, like she said, I had to, I had to rest for, you know, several weeks and then run a little bit. And then when I got out, I was still tired, but instead of focusing on it, I just focused on the run. That's just, and I guarantee she's resting right now. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's, what's really important everyone is that, um, to listen to your body, to give it the rest and realize that it is your mind that's playing the tricks on you saying, no, 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 I've got to get the miles. I've got to get the miles. It's really so that's where the mental game comes into play because your body obviously is capable of really phenomenal things. I'm not going to say that you're capable or that I'm capable of running 200 milers, you know, but the body is a, is a miraculous um, machine for lack of a better word. And it's your mind that basically can limit it. If you, if you, don't listen to your body. Like if it's telling you, no, 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 you'll never get through this. You know, that's your mind talking. Your body's just saying, well, give me a rest and then I'll help you out. Right. <laughs> then, right. I'll, and, then I'll get and, to that next point. And also, and this is a key thing too. So there's another guy, Killian Jornet, who's also just an amazing trail runner. He's a, another phenom. And he had a race, uh, this was a couple days, this was a couple days, uh, I don't know, a week or two ago. And I saw this and he didn't win or try to win. And at the end he said, oh, I took it easy today because two days ago I had a pain in my right glute. So I didn't want to take any risk. So I just ran and enjoyed myself and chatted with fellow runners. 
And that's huge because this is a guy that's always expected to win. Like he's again, when he shows up, people are like, he's going to win. And he was like, I didn't win because I listened to my body and it said, today is not a race day. Today is just a movement day. (laughs) And that's the thing guys. It's like, it's just that listening. But what's so great is we know he's going to win. I mean, we have no doubt he's going to be right back out. He's going to do something else. But that's how a lot of these guys stay in is they'll listen to their body and either they won't race or they'll, you know, take a day. But our main thing is that the best part of for all of these elite runners that you can do the same is if you know what you're supposed to be doing during your run. You know, you talked about the mind body connection, being able to tell your body and mind to work together like we just need this moment to just do this and you focus on that. It's amazing how other things will release and allow you to actually keep moving. (laughs) So hopefully you enjoyed this podcast and you've already subscribed. If you would be so kind to give us a five-star rating and review and share it with your friends, it helps other people locate our podcast, share it out on social media. Um, If there's something about this that you found like, this was really helpful. We really want to hear about it. We want others to join in what we're doing here. We are We have a small niche audience and we do want to start expanding it with other like-minded runners. So we hope you will uh, like, rate, and subscribe to our podcast. Thanks, guys. Thank you for joining us on the RunRx podcast. If you'd like to know more, join us at www.runnerx.fit. And if you have additional questions that you'd like answered on the podcast, email us at support at runnerx.fit. 